This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Wednesday, and this is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Uh, and we, um, of course, know that you are here because you want to hear us talk about Hollywood gossip. And uh, we recognize that that is our uh, job, and that is what we do every day. Um, try to anyway. We try to, and we are going to do that today. We are going to get back to that today, um, but um, I think I can speak for us all when I say we feel that it's important as residents of the city of Minneapolis um, that we need to acknowledge the events that have taken place over the last couple of days regarding the senseless death of George Floyd. Um, and so recognizing that it's really difficult to talk about we feel like it's necessary to talk about. And so I will just say on my part uh, that I recognize as a white bodied person in this world, um, this is a fraught conversation. Um, But I believe strongly that it's important to examine the discomfort, the sadness, the rage, the anger in this moment, and then start doing the work that's required in order to move the needle toward real equality and justice. And that is a responsibility we have as a community. Uh, and Bradley, I don't know if you wanted to add anything. Yeah, no, that. I mean, that's very eloquent. So thank you for sharing that. And I'm glad that um, we're at least acknowledging that, um, you know, this happened. Um, and it's something that if we went about our show um, not acknowledging, it would just not feel right. So I'm glad that we did. And I'm glad that, um, you know, you've shared your thoughts. And I would just say... Um, to piggyback off of that, to add to that, that there is a lot of work that needs to be done. And um, individually, I struggle with talking about this because I think that in these moments, um, people try... This is a really uncomfortable conversation to have, but people in this moment will often say and do what they think are the right things and I don't know that they're always the right things because I continue, we continue to see um, things like this happen. So we continue to see um, the loss of life. And that says to me that what we're doing isn't working. And so I hope that people really, truly are looking for ways. Um, and I know I am and I know you are and I know Holly is for ways that we can actually own whatever responsibility we have in this moment um, and to do things differently. Mm-hmm. So um, I think, you know, yeah, I think that's, 
that's the most important thing to acknowledge. I try to keep things uh, about myself because I've wanted to say so many different things in this moment. But again, I, I feel like I don't want people to think that I'm using this moment to have my thoughts and opinions heard because I'm not sure that my thoughts and opinions in this moment are the most important to hear. Absolutely. That was really well put. And and uh, I, I do hear from fellow white-bodied human beings the question of what can we do? And I, I, I didn't want to leave this moment without giving people an op- a resource, I should say, um, because that is a question I hear, and I, I want to be able to address that for myself, and I want other people to know how to address that for themselves. So we've made some resources available. I think, Holly, are we putting it up on the my talk website. Yeah, we'll put it up on the Colleen and Bradley show links okay. shortly. Um, it's a good start. It's a good start uh, in terms of examining your own rage, your own anger, your sadness about racial injustices. It's a good start. I, you know, I think for myself, I, 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 I have my own, um, I'm me, right? Mm-hmm. And I can't speak for other people. Um, I know what I know and I know what I don't know. I know <laughs> and I hope that I confront what I don't know even more than I'm willing to confront it right now and have been up to this point. But I do think there's value in recognizing that a lot of people don't know what they don't know and giving them the information to help know what they don't know is not a bad thing in this moment. And I know mm-hmm. I'm being very, you know, um, broad, but and that's a co- encompassing a lot. But there are, let's just own it, there are a lot of white people who are... Um, who could benefit from some information at the very least. Mm-hmm. And insofar as we're able to provide that, although that is not the be-all and end-all, that is not the only um, solution, that is not by any stretch of the imagination going to solve the problems that we face. It is at least something that you know we can point people in the right direction to. And I, I think it's it's valuable to to, to do that. Yeah. So uh, those resources that that I just named will be available shortly on our website. Thank you. And um, and then I'm going to right now make the most awkward transition from a very serious topic and one that we uh, felt necessary. Just, you know, we're a to family. Touch on. We're, we're a family. family, and we mm-hmm. you know we should say here here's something we can say if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, that behind the scenes, like we talked about how we were going to talk about this and that's what we do each day right and we it's usually around celebrities and things like that very low risk things because that's what we do we're we're colleen and bradley we go Mm -hmm. deep in the shallow Mm -hmm. real shallow Mm -hmm. we don't often go deep in the deep right but we are certainly capable of doing that offline um we're in different parts of ourselves different aspects of our lives we because we're we don't just go deep in the shallow is my point. And so we spend a fair amount of time talking about how to talk about things. And if you have things that you want to share and talk about with us, you know, our emails, our social media is wide open mm-hmm. and we are listening because if if you've listened to our show for any length of time, you know that we um, we're curious people. So, curious and um, always doing our best to be compassionate. Yeah. Uh, so so that yes. was an awkward transition, not at all. Well, here's an awkward one. Uh, let's talk about Dina Lohan, because she's oh, going God. to be on our show, talk you guys, about shallow. tomorrow. Yes, this is the deep in the shallow that you've come to expect from Paulina yes. Bradley. I will tell you, I ran into somebody in the hall today. Uh, I didn't run into them. We social distanced and walked 
six plus feet apart and yelled at each other in a hallway um, while I was wearing a mask. But this person said to me, how'd you get Dina Lohan? Try explaining that to somebody. We got Dina Lohan because we talked to her Facebook boyfriend a week ago and he said, these people are cool and Dina, you should talk to them. And so she's coming on our show tomorrow, you guys. Yes, exactly. So um, what are we going to ask her? That is a great question. But here's what I know. I think we keep it real light and airy and uh, festive and friendly because um, that worked so well with Jesse, her Facebook boyfriend mm-hmm. slash boyfriend boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like I, I, I actually haven't really thought about this. And now I'm actually thinking about it because I'm trying to switch my brain. Um, when it comes to Dina Lohan, we've talked about her for years. And mm-hmm. we've certainly talked about Lindsay Lohan for years. And there are so many questions that I have for her. But I really do because it's real easy to judge. And we will. And we do. Um, but in this moment, I just have so many curiosity questions for her, um, because we talk about so many blind items. I feel like we need to give her the opportunity to, to answer some of our questions about those blind items in a way that's, you know, Colleen and Bradley kind. Yeah. Here's my, like, honestly, I think my first question for her would be, let's write this down. So I don't, I'll write it down. So I don't forget is like, what is the biggest misconception people have about the Lohan family? Right? Oh, that's yeah. good. Because, yeah. I, because you know, the whole reason she's doing this uh, podcast, or one of the many reasons, is to crack open kind of the crack myths. window. <laughs> air it out. The myths of Hollywood. And I'm curious, because they have been the subject of so much tabloid fodder for the last decade that I want to know from her, what's oh, the thing that is the most obnoxious? Okay, yeah? great question. Mm-hmm. Write that down. And I want to know, Dina Lohan, do you send stories to the tablet? <gasps> yeah. Like, I feel like we can ask that. Like, girl, okay, yeah. so we have this it's theory just us. We're just that asking. in Hollywood, nothing is real and everyone smokes. Do you smoke? No. But, um, but to that end, like, give us an idea, give us a, because I feel like she would play. Right? Yeah, I do. We're not asking her to give away any secrets insofar as, you know, I just feel like she would be willing to share how the system, how the sausage is made yeah. in a way that other celebrities might not. So if we can poke at that. Okay, question. How, wh- what's it? She's coming on at two? She's coming on at two. And, you know, Tomorrow. I did tell her one or two segments. So if we can keep her for two segments, that would be okay, awesome. Okay, so that was my second question. How many segments? So that's like a full half hour with D- with Dina Lohan. Yeah. Um, I want to throw it out to our listeners, um, not to call in right now, but to send us emails or tweets or messages of some sort to tell us what you think we should ask Dina Lohan. Like, if you've got a burning question... Yep, absolutely. ...for Dina Lohan, we'll ask it, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. Also, by the way, haven't we had Michael Lohan on our show? Yes, we have had Michael Lohan, which I don't know if that's a blessing or... Uh, I don't know if That's like a negative or a positive for this, so I don't know if we need to tell her that necessarily. But um, we can tell her, and I think we should, also bring up the fact that her daughter... Mm-hmm. is friends with us doesn't know it, by but that totally i is. mean mm-hmm. she did respond to us after her dancing and mykonos video went viral and mm-hmm. we 
responded with our own version of that, we can, I think we need to bring that up because ultimately here's what I would like. I would like for her to put us into contact and communication with her daughter Mm -hmm. because, oh my God. Because that's what we need. Is that our ultimate goal? I mean, it should be. Yeah. And also let's remember that Lindsay Lohan didn't merely like your social no. media post. She commented. Yes. yes. And not more than once. Yeah. Because I think on the anniversary of it, we yep. retweeted it and, yep. she and she replied again. Yep. Absolutely. She loves us. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on my, my talk. This is a my talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. You know what? We're going to go to New York before we go to Hollywood. Does that sound okay with you? Sounds good sure. to me. All right. Board the flight. Here we go. Um, let's talk about Olivia, Olivier Sarkozy and Mary-Kate Olsen's split. This is a contentious divorce. Mm-hmm. It's not going well. She's 33. He's 50. And uh, at, he split with Mary-Kate and then moved his ex-wife into their Hamptons mansion. I cannot. This is like the lowest. So classy. <laughs> Very French. Ooh. Very French. So, <laughs> uh-uh. so multiple sources are confirming this to page six, saying that it is to protect her and their kids from the pandemic. Do uh, mansions provide extra security I'm not aware of? I don't know. I think when you oh, walk we would know. into <laughs> a mansion... It's like automatically a COVID free zone. Like oh. if you get into a certain, you know how like if you buy a certain home, it's a jumbo loan. You can also get into a COVID home. Oh, Ooh. I like that. I, I like when I would like to live in a COVID home. You know, I'm kidding. No, I kid, COVID I kid. free. COVID free well, home. Yeah, that's, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he uh, moved his ex-wife into, and their two children and his mother from New York City into a five bedroom, 4,000 square foot Bridgehampton mansion he shared with Mary Kate Olson. That is like, but that strange is dirty, times, man. Yeah. Dirty dog. Um, the source added, maybe French people culturally have a different view of marriage. I and, mean, and while Mary Kate <laughs> loves his children, it was too much to have his ex-wife living with them during the pandemic. Would um, you want the ex-wife living with you for an unforeseeable amount of time in the middle of a crisis? Talk to Bruce Willis and Demi Moore. They figured it out. And they're not French. No, they might eat croissants, but they're not French, True. right? Gosh, I love croissants. Mm. I just think thank I you always... for taking us down that road, Elizabeth. Yeah, it's a beautiful road. It's a wonderful road. Every time I eat a croissant, I'm thinking, why am I not eating more croissants? Yeah, right. True. Right. Buttery, crumbly, flaky, delicious. Mm. So that's what's happening. Maybe they're having croissants every day too in in Bridgehampton. Probably all that rich butter. It it changes oh, a person. It really, as I'm learning, it really does. Uh, Matt Lauer feels most betrayed by his. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. 
Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Hmm, what flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. His former colleague and friend, Savannah Guthrie. Oh, is what a source guy. is saying, that he was especially upset with Savannah Guthrie's reaction after Brooke Nevels, the former NBC staffer whose complaint was the one that led to his firing in 2017. When she came forward with more details, uh, Matt Lauer was very upset that Savannah Guthrie didn't support Matt. Oh, I'm... She's not interested in patching up her friendship. This source says she refused then, and she still does to this very day, to listen to what Matt's got to say. Yep. From the second the story came out, he feels Savannah jumped on the opportunity to bury him. It is a betrayal in Matt's eyes. Neither of them can talk with mutual friends without bringing up the other's name. It's gotten pretty bad, is what sources are saying. I don't know. I don't think Savannah Guthrie... I think Savannah Guthrie can have many conversations without bringing up Matt Lauer's name. Nor is she obligated to have any conversations exactly. with Matt right. Lauer's name. Exactly. But I think she's probably fine. Can yeah. he probably not talk about anything besides how betrayed he feels and how hurt he is and how much it's all about him? I'm, I'm confident that's the case. I really would like for him to stop talking right now. Matt Lauer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... He should just stay in the Hamptons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With quiet mouth. Hey, you're missing like the world's biggest entertainment story unfolding before my very eyes what right it? now. Tell me. Steve Patterson oh, gosh. cutting his hair live <laughs> on Facebook right now. Oh, he's cutting it on, on Facebook, Facebook is he doing live. More? Well, oh, yeah. He's trying to get it ready for Twin Cities Live. So Has he, he done? Was, I saw him in passing and he had done a certain amount. Right. He was on live with Kelly and Ryan this morning. Mm-hmm. And um, so he was with them and he was he was in our studio and he had clippers and then he had a Floby. <laughs> that our audio guy Schmitty got as a gift in like 1990 awesome. and, and still has it, which oh makes God, me wonder hilarious. what else Schmitty is holding oh on to. Did it work? It must have. I don't know if it, it didn't look like it was working very okay. well on live with Kelly and Ryan, but, he, but Steve's hair is a lot mm-hmm. for that little machine. Yeah, so I, you know, that's true. And when he was cutting it with the clippers, it was like massive chunks were falling out, but you could barely even tell that he'd made a dent in it. Oh my gosh. That's He's got a lot of hair, tons of hair. Sorry, I've totally taken the dirt alert on to Steve Hair Alert. It's your show. It's totally fine. That's okay. <laughs> uh, and then he has to get it ready for the show today, and no one can help him. That's the other odd thing about this plan. Mm-hmm. Like he's not. It's not like Lou's here, his wife. No, who could get close to him? Like I can't help him. He has yeah. to do it all by himself. He's doing an okay job. I mean, what am what? Who am I? I'm not a hairstylist, but he seems to have a method. I know, but you have a lot of hair, too. You know how to manage this. No, I would never cut my own hair. Yeah. Never. Yeah. I know better. Yeah, because it's you a have risky so strategy. much hair. Yeah, it's a risky strategy. Right, Bradley? Exactly. Colleen, you know that's my, my favorite slash least favorite quality about you. I know. You. <laughs> it just comes from a place of jealousy. I Aww. love that Colleen has so much hair, but when she's like, oh, I just shave some of it off because I just don't need all of this. Little fine hair. Elizabeth's like, can you put it in a bag and send it over? No. Can you donate it to me? I I have an abundance of hair and boobs. What can I do? Those are two good things to have an abundance. That's my life in a nutshell. Yeah, bunch of hair and boobs. Uh, This is kind of interesting. Um, Before we go, oh, I know I'm seeing Steve with the hair. It's very short on the sides and very tall on the top. Uh It looks like a mohawk. Do a little Uh bit of blending, or he's going to be in trouble. Okay, the, the back. 
I can tell you, I see him doing a lot of talking and not a lot of cutting. So (laughs) we'll see how that turns out. 688 people are watching him cut his hair on the Twin Cities Live Facebook page. It's impressive. That's time well spent. (laughs) What else are you going to do? That's true. What else? Uh, The palace in the UK has issued a rare statement blasting inaccuracies in a report that Kate Middleton is stressed. Oh. So they're responding mm-hmm. to a new come up magazine article about Kate Middleton. Um, Tat- Tatler did a new cover story on the Duchess of Cambridge titled Catherine the Great. And the palace is saying the story contains a swath of inaccuracies and false misrepresentations, which which that's redundant, guys, which were not put to Kensington Palace prior to publication. A false misrepresentation, a misrepresentation would be considered false. Right, am exactly. I right or am I right yes, here? Uh, a misrepresentation is by nature right. False. You don't need to say false misrepresentation. Correct. Correct. It would Thank be a you. false representation. <laughs> Aren't I fun to have at parties? I know. <laughs> Actually, I enjoyed it quite a bit. So the magazine is responding to the palace, saying the editor in chief stands behind the reporting of Anna Pasternak and her sources. Kensington Palace knew we were running Catherine the Great cover months ago, and we asked them to work together on it. The fact that they are denying they ever knew is categorically false. It, you know, it's interesting because as they kind of move forward, and maybe there is more of a of a concern from the palace in terms of the impact that false stories have on members of the royal family, right? We just saw Harry and Meghan leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been Lots of concerns about, obviously, how the press impacted the life and death of Diana. Are they taking a more proactive approach and trying to uh, say, hey, we're not going to let you print this stuff? But is that a good battle to get into? You know, I is it going to work? To your point, Elizabeth, the relationship between the royals and the media is a complicated Thing. Well, right. They need each. They need other. each other. Yeah. They need each other. The royals other, probably also, need them more than uh, the tabloids. Right. They don't have any other sources, but yeah. Right. So it's very complicated. It is. Uh, Fascinating. Well, Elizabeth, thank you for the thank dirt you. alert. Oh my gosh, Steve's hair is so tall. I, it's like hypnotic to watch. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we need somebody to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Thirty seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize. We do it every day at twelve thirty on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk one zero seven one. Remember a couple minutes ago when I said, hey, we need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? 651-641-1071. I was talking to you, people. Somebody's got to play. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live Rude. at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We are still uh-huh. in deep need for a contestant. Deep knee for today's 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Did we get someone? Did we get them? Nobody? They're not lined up yet. We're working on it. We're working on it. You know what I think we need for times like these? Free car. Sure. But also. Remember that the 30-second pop culture challenge used to have an open that was longer than the actual challenge? 
Do you remember that? What was the open? Do you remember? It explained the entire game. Oh, that's right. Right? Yeah, and then we had to have this, yeah. Somewhere in the world, there is a longer version of it. And I think for these moments, when nobody has called, we should play the long version. It says swap-a-doozy. Yeah, Odessa swap-a-doozy in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, so let's, um, I, I I will get in touch with the people who do things here. That'd be Rocco. His name is Rocco. Mm-hmm. At the radio station and see if we can't get that long version so that we can buy time in, in these case. moments. Yeah. But we no longer need to buy time because Britt is on the line and Britt wants to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. What is she playing for? Britt is playing for one of these. On my Talk 1071 t-shirt. Hey, Britt, you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge, honey? Yes, I am. Fabulous. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Rocky and Bullwinkle are what kind of animals? Moose. And? And, oh, I don't know. Okay, I'll take it. The show Family Guy takes place in what state? Ohio. No. Uh, Indiana. No. No idea. Who played the drums for the monkeys? Oh my gosh, this is terrible. No idea. Biff Tannen is the villain in what film series? Biff. I don't know. Man, this is awful. Uh, The show Family Guy takes place in what state? Just name them all or don't. Oh, Britt. Sorry, we didn't have time for you to name 50 states. Um, Lose me. But Brittany did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge, but that does not mean she can't win it. She could try again tomorrow. Every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay, let's get those questions she didn't get correct. Baki and Rollwinkle. Um, she didn't get the second half of Rocky and Bullwinkle. They were what kind of animals? A moose and a squirrel. A squirrel. And Family Guy takes place in? Rhode Island. She would have never gotten there. I mean, who does? Right. Dangerously in Love was the solo album of what singer? Beyonce. Beyonce Tannen is the villain in what film series? Back to the Future. And who played the drums for the monkeys? Mickey Dolan. Yeah, no. you know that Holly wrote those questions. Uh, hey, Absolutely. Hey, hey. Because hey. there's a monkeys reference. Now, can I just, I want to tell the world a story. You have to sit with me for a minute, okay? Because I want you to know that those questions and their answers are written in order on a show sheet that we all share. Yeah. Um, when Bradley's asking the questions, sometimes I don't pay attention to what's written on the sheet to see in my head if I can answer them. But today, when I looked, Bradley, you asked them out of order. Yeah. So the question you had asked was, who played the drums for the monkeys? That was the third question you asked, but it is the fifth question that is written down. <laughs> so I went to look at the answer that was written for the third question. Yeah, they didn't make sense. No, it didn't match up. So imagine how confusing... It was then to try to keep up with all the questions that were wrong. Yeah. yeah. See, I got to keep you on your toes. I know you do. You got to keep me on my toes. Uh, all right. Now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. item. Blinded by the Item. Here are some celebrity gossip mysteries for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here's our first one. It took about a week. For the permanent A-list everything in her mind to come up with a story explaining the scary scene at her mm-hmm. home. Thing is, the explanation was not that great and not believable at all. Okay, so that's got to be uh, Jennifer Lopez. But what was the scary thing? I don't know thing. the scary story. <gasps> well, remember. Was there a ghost? No, but there was oh, some yes, dude yes, in the, the, oh, the creeper in the The creeper photo. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Yes. Okay, wait, so go back and read that. And, okay. okay. 
So it took about a week for Jennifer Lopez to come up with a story explaining the scary scene at her home. The scary scene being a photograph she posted on Instagram with a guy in the background with his hands over his mouth looking very scared and concerned. Okay, so what is the real story then? Now I want to know. We don't know the real story because NT Lawyers is saying the thing is the explanation was not that great and not believable at all. Yeah. The explanation being that it was... Okay, here we go. Here we The go. explanation was that uh, A-Rod was in the room adjacent to the workout room on a Zoom call and that was the person on the Zoom call. Yeah. And that it was reflected in the mirror. Right. Which was a lot. It's just yeah. creepy. It's creepy because you have eyes, Colleen and Bradley. Thank you. We do. I do. <laughs> and you can look at this photograph. And when you look at this photograph, which, by the way, was the gym selfie, which was a little SpawnCon experience. She was trying to sell the clothes that she's wearing. Mm-hmm. When you look at that person's face in that photograph, the emotional read immediately is one of concern. Like, looking at that face, right? it's not just a face. Like, help, I'm being held it captive by Jennifer Lopez. It's a scary picture. Picture. Yeah, it's not like a usual meet face that you have in a Zoom meeting, which may be, you know, semi-engaged looking off in the... Di- I don't know. It just... It's so creepy. It's creepy. It's creepy. Um, yeah. I, but it is a mystery. So we'll move on. Yes. Blinded by I'll be late. Mm-hmm. Here's our next blind item. This is confirmed, by the way. It has been years, but this A-list mostly movie actress who is an Oscar winner slash nominee texts her foreign-born actor X at least a dozen times a week. She always keeps him close. They are each with someone else. Okay, it's been years, but yep. the A-list mostly movie actress... Who is an Oscar winner nominee texts her foreign-born actor X at least a dozen times a week. Yes, and they both have publicly moved on from each other. So a foreign-born actor acts. Who is more, well, presumably the A-list mostly movie actress? Yeah. Oh, is that like a Halle Berry? (gasps) Good guess, but no. Is it like a uh, Gwyneth Paltrow? Good guess, but no. Okay. This person hasn't done a lot of work in the past three years. They've maybe had one or two movies out. Okay. But it's an A-list, mostly movie actress. Yeah, she took a break to focus on... Jennifer Lopez. Nope, Jennifer. um, Jennifer. Jennifer. Oh my gosh, my friend, Jennifer. Ah, Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, Oh, who's her... Oh, that made me sweat. Who's her ex? Who's her boyfriend Bradley Cooper? (laughs) Um, What? That was a... Uh, No. I'll just give it to you. His Thanks. name is Nicholas Holt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. I mean, she's married. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Well, they're both, according <laughs> to the blind item, with now. someone else. I'm, I'll be over here. She's married. But wait. <laughs> Let me fill in the blank for you. So it's been years, but Jennifer Lawrence texts her ex, Nicholas Holt, at least a dozen times a week. Jennifer Oof. Lawrence always keeps Nicholas Holt close. Now, Jennifer and Nicholas are both with other people. They were very on again, off again, weren't they? Or were they just on? I, I seem rem- to remember you them have like some, some issues with this one, I think. I know, but I feel like they were on and then they broke up and then they got back together. I still don't know what he is, though. 
He's an actor. I mean, but what's he in? He's currently in The Great on Hulu. He was also in Beat. He was Beast. I mean, I don't think, honestly, you need to know what he does because I don't feel like he needs to be on our radar. He's good, though. As much as. Is he? Yeah. Maybe she should have stayed with him. But I don't think that's why you stay with him. I mean, I know that. And you know that. Um, Oh, yeah. I know that guy. You totally know him. He's British. He is very attractive. He was in um, Mad Max. Yeah, he. Pl- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's. Can we do a quickie for the last one? Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Uh, can we do a quickie? Blinded by the item. All right, I will guide you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Along with this quick blind item, this foreign-born A-list, mostly movie actress, has given up trying to keep her husband from cheating. Her only request is that he not get any women pregnant, which he has done. Or get caught having an affair. Ooh. Born, born. A-list. Mostly movie. And a husband who gets around. Do we know the husband? We do. You may not know his name, but he is a big to-do in the world of fashion. He's oh. a very rich man. Oh, very, very rich man. Do 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 do. She's a foreign-born A-list, mostly movie. Actress, I feel like I it's in my brain. I can feel it. I know where it's at. We'll get to the drawer. Um, get to the drawer. She is foreign born. Mm-hmm. Is she her... from Australia? No. Okay. She's not uh, from Australia. From Bradley. the UK? No. A little closer to home. She's from Canada? No. Mexico? Yes. Selma Hayek? Yes. Oh. What? Who is her husband? Her husband is Francois Henry Pinot. Oh God, he's okay. French. Yeah, he's French. <laughs> he's French. I'm telling you, they sleep around. We talked about that earlier. Yes. Well, uh, Linda Evangelista mm. filed child support with Francois because they have a child together. They have a child together. Now Selma Hayek can't stop Francois from cheating, but her stipulations are: please don't have a child with anybody else. Or don't make your affair public. Wait a minute. Did he have a baby with Linda Evangelista while they were married? I do not think so. But it that happened. would be a story. They dated in 2005 to 2006, okay. Linda Evangelista. But, you know, she's just like, hey, come on. Yeah, you know. It's so continental. It is. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, uh, you know Quibi? 
Most people don't, but yeah, I do. Okay, well, I used to have a real Quibif with Quibi, (laughs) and now it's over. We'll tell you what it is, what the beef was, and why it's gone after this on My Talk 1071. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And um so remember what Quibi is, Bradley? What's Quibi? Can you give people a it sounds short like, explanation? Yeah, it sounds like something we created, um, like something we talk about only on our show. Quibi, what's that? Yeah, well it's not. Actually, no, it's a streaming service, but it's a uh, it was intended to be uh, originally a mobile streaming service, meaning you'd only be able to appreciate it on your mobile device. And um, it launched just at the time that the world stayed home. Right. So people were wondering, like, why do we need a mobile streaming service right now? Because none of us we are mobile. mobile. Okay. <laughs> well, um, we had a quibif with Quibi and our quibif among, I mean, I think one of our quibifs. My quibif was that I could not put it on my television screen. Yeah. So if I, at a time where I was enjoying sitting on the couch with my husband and watching the same TV show together, we couldn't watch Quibi together. I couldn't say to him, hey, there's this really great Quibi show. Let's watch it together because we'd both be crowded around my tiny little phone screen. Yeah. I tried to do the aircast thing where you can beam it to your Apple TV or whatever. And all you'd get was a black screen. And I thought, well, this is dumb. Well, guess what? Now, no longer. Oh, now you can actually stream Quibi shows on your phone to your AirPlay enabled TVs and devices. So no more Quibifs for you. So no more Quibifs. I mean, it remains to be seen. I have not yet canceled my membership because I was waiting for this to happen. We knew that this was around the corner. Also, I don't think my 90 days are up yet. Oh God, I just thought, do I need to cancel mine? But I think we had 90 days to cancel. But there are some Quibi shows that I was interested in, but I didn't want to just watch them on my dumb phone. So I'm actually looking forward to trying this out to see if there are shows that I now, actually end up liking. I will remind you, the mm-hmm. frustrating thing about Quibi is that like they, they kind of are being cute in the sense that some of their shows are literally just... Because their whole thing is like mobile, quick, um, nice little bites of content, mm-hmm. right? Quick bites. Quick That's bites. what Quibi stands for. Quick bites, which doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. Quick bites? How do you get Quibif? Quibi. I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> Um, where's the beef in there? Yeah, where is the beef? Uh, where's the beef? Thank you. What's her name again? Clara Bell. Clara. Mm-hmm. No, that's the cow from uh the Disney. No, Claire wasn't Clara Bell the cow on. Come back. Come not back let's make Quibi. a deal. The other old kids show. Howdy doody. Howdy doody. Anyway, okay. okay. Thank you. I got that out of my brain. Um. They would take like a 30 minute show and just chunk it up into four right. bits. I'm like, that's not, you're not, that's just a commercial break. Right. Right. That's stupid. Yeah. So if I watch four Quibi shows mm-hmm. or episodes, that's just one episode. Which is your Quibi. Yeah. Um, and you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm reserving my entire judgment until I give it like another couple spins. How about that? Yeah. Can I tell you what you should have a little bit of a beef about? What's that? HBO Max has premiered, which is different from HBO Now and HBO Go. 
an HBO doodah. Yeah. HBO I mean, plus. HBO. Um, turns out. P-U. Turns out you cannot stream HBO Max presently on your Roku box. Why? Nor your Amazon Why? Fire. Because they have not yet been able to reach an agreement with Roku or Amazon. Uh, so even if you have the HBO Go or the HBO Now app on your Roku or your Fire TV, uh, or if you've upgraded your HBO subscription to Max, you will not be able to watch HBO Max on your Roku or your Fire Stick. Here's where you can watch HBO Max. Okay, because if you're like, well, then what's left? You can watch it on your iOS, your internet operating system, uh, your Android your Xbox One, your PlayStation 4, your Apple TV, your Android TV, your Chromecast, and on your web browsers. That's it. Okay. So you cannot, like, which I just think is ridiculous. Also, I also think it's... change at some point. I also think it's ridiculous that if I have HBO Go or now, which I also get those confused, that I still have to pay for HBO Max. I'm so confused by this. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make any sense, uh, but, and I cannot believe they went forward with it. I don't know why it, at some point somebody in there didn't say, this is dumb. It's um, too confusing. I want you to do me a favor at okay. some point. All right. And when you get a chance, you I should to listen serve. to, uh, there's a podcast called Business Wars, and I know you're like, oh, that sounds fascinating. <laughs> it actually really is, and there are two. Oh, yeah. Two, You've told me about this. Two particular, they do like a season or a series on a particular business war. Mm-hmm. And there's a serial one that's all about like General Mills and Kellogg in them. Um, and you learn so much about the history of serial, which I know that sounds like what? It's so fascinating, especially for those of us who live mm-hmm. in like the serial capital of the world in Minneapolis. Um, it's a great story that will just teach you all sorts of yummy history, pun intended. But there's also one called Netflix versus Blockbuster. Oh, interesting. And it actually encompasses so much more. It encompasses, um, in addition to Netflix, it encompasses HBO and their streaming model, but it goes all the way back to the founding of HBO and the wow. guy who created it and what it was intentionally meant to be. It was really a mind-blowing history lesson, and I think if you have any interest in like streaming companies and who's really winning, I, I think sometimes headlines make us think certain companies are actually winning. It really does show you the, the brilliance of a company like Netflix. That's so interesting. Uh, thanks for that recommendation. Yeah, you're welcome. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, have you purchased a COVID camper? What? What? This is a thing. People are doing it. People are buying campers so they can travel in their own little pods. Uh, we're going to have camper chat after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.